Welcome to Crypto is Easy, a podcast for people who want to go beyond the hype in cryptocurrency. Step outside the daily noise, focus on the big picture, and figure out what really matters, usually the stuff you don't hear about on Twitter or the news. My name is Mark Helfman. I'm a top writer on Medium and Hacker Noon for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency topics. In Crypto is Easy, I provide exclusive content beyond the information I publish on my website and other outlets. If you like the podcast, read the show notes for a link to the Crypto is Easy newsletter or Google Crypto is Easy. In my newsletter, I offer a unique perspective and insights on Bitcoin and altcoins so you can make the most of this bull market. You'll also get my take on some promising smaller cap altcoins you probably have not heard of, as well as occasional guest posts, interviews with notable people in the cryptocurrency community, videos, podcasts, and articles you may find useful. Unless otherwise noted, everything you hear in my podcast will be my own thoughts and opinions, and none of it should be construed as financial advice. Relax and enjoy the ride. In last month's issue, I recorded my perspective on the next phase of the bull market and questioned some conventional wisdom. In this month's issue, I reflect on today's circumstances and the expectations you may have about what that next phase might hold. If the embedded audio narration isn't working properly or it doesn't sound good, tap on the button below to switch over to the podcast version. When I started writing my first book, Consensus Land, I cared about the social, political, and cultural aspects of cryptocurrency. This technology challenges our conventional paradigms around money, wealth, governance, and commerce. What does it mean to be rich when everybody can create their own money or access capital from anywhere, anytime, in any amount, on whatever terms they choose? What role does government play when technology can secure your rights and property with mathematical certainty, better than your clerks or magistrates can do? Those few questions only scratch the surface. The possibilities are endless. The financial opportunities are just as vast. As entrepreneurs, developers, and financial experts build the financial networks of the future, you can own a stake in those networks and expect the value of your stake will grow tremendously as these networks grow. Usually, these kinds of opportunities are reserved for the wealthy or well-connected. Insiders, scions, and those who are fortunate enough to access the closed networks of politics, finance, and industry from which these kinds of opportunities emerge. Not with cryptocurrency. With cryptocurrency, everybody can participate. What about the social benefits of this technology? Fairer markets, personal sovereignty, privacy, data security, financial inclusion, permissionless access to capital. Yes, sounds good. We'll get there eventually. Let's make some money first. Rarely does life give common people like you and me a chance to get ahead of the global elites. The question is, how? This technology puts all the tools of the wealthy into the hands of even the poorest among us. All the instruments of finance at the fingertips of anybody with a smartphone or a laptop. All the power of money in the palm of your hand. At the same time, you can flip cryptos for fast money. A trivial investment can yield unthinkable gains. Price swings can double or triple your investment in a matter of days, sometimes 
hours. Over the long term, Bitcoin returns annualized gains of 200%, and some altcoins have the potential to do better. When you have an opportunity to build such long-term, durable wealth in a new asset class with unlimited potential, you want to make the most of it. That means different things to different people. Do you want to trade your way to fortune? Farm yield for extra cash? Stake for passive income? Or perhaps buy a few coins and wait for the market to push the value of your crypto higher. How much risk do you want to take? Do you borrow or lend? Play for today or years from now? Whatever you want to get out of this market, you can get it. As long as you recognize that today's market is probably not what you think it is. The images you have in your head may not mesh with the reality of this moment. Perhaps that's why Bitcoin's recent drop from $67,000 to $55,000 spooked the market. In October, or October, seemingly everybody thought this market would go straight up to a super cycle, supernova, moonshot, Lambo, and maybe even market cycle peak. November is still red, down 6% on the month. Quite the contrast. Don't think we can't hit $100,000 Bitcoin by the end of the year. We could go even higher. All the conditions that existed at the beginning of the month exist today, too. If we do hit $100,000, you can be sure Twitter will push a bunch of 2013 and 2017 fractals into your feed, and Reddit will go bonkers about the market cycle peak. It'll be just like two weeks ago, but even more insane. Everybody will have a point. We see a lot of similarities with the conditions of late 2013. Bitcoin's recent price movements mirror those we saw heading into the end of 2017. And if we had better data for the 2011 peak, I bet we see similarities with that run too. Why can't we see a rerun of the 7% average daily gains we saw in the final 37 days of the 2011 cycle peak? Or maybe the 4% average daily gains we saw in the final 38 days of the 2013 cycle peak. Possibly the 3.5% average daily gains in the final 36 days of the 2017 cycle peak. Let's say Bitcoin's price goes up only 3% each day from today to December 31. That's slower and lower than the 2011, 2013, and 2017 markets over the time, same time frame. If that happens, Bitcoin's price will go above $170,000. You may think that's crazy, but similar types of runs have happened in Bitcoin's past. It's not only possible, it's happened before. On the other hand, this market gives us a wide range of realistic outcomes. Any, today, any price up to $140,000 or down to $17,500 would fall into Bitcoin's historical range of volatility. Let's not get too complacent. What about the data models? When did they predict the peak? End of December? Spring 2022? October or November of 2022? Sometime in 2023? And at what price? $137,000? $250,000? $288,000? Or 
higher? I used my own data model to predict how high Bitcoin will go. My data doesn't my model doesn't actually use data or model anything. I don't make decisions or plans based on it. It's just a thinking exercise as explained in a special issue, how high will Bitcoin go? You can read that by tapping the button below. Why don't I use data models? Because they all contradict each other. Even stock to flow. Stock to flow and its sibling S2FX allow such a wide range of prices that almost every number fits within the model. Bitcoin's price has gone 400% higher and 70% lower than stock to flow for months at a time. You get the same accuracy from almost any line that goes up and to the right on a price chart. Of all the data models I know about, only two seem to make sense. The four-year cycle and the expanding cycle. Both have data and history behind them. Both derive from dependable, well-established patterns of behavior, and both cannot be true. Four-year cycle theory says Bitcoin's price moves through bull and bear cycles that take roughly four years to complete. You can see that illustrated in the chart below. Wherever you start counting from, this theory reflects human behavior and investment psychology based on thousands of years of financial speculation applied to the particular idiosyncrasy of Bitcoin's halving and demonstrated in the actual movement of Bitcoin's prices. This theory predicts the bull market will peak soon at a very high price. As altcoins follow the peak, sorry, as altcoins follow Bitcoin, they will peak soon too. A bear market will follow. Expanding cycle theory says each market cycle plays out longer than the one before it, with diminishing returns and more mild ups and downs between peaks and bottoms. You can see an, an illustration of that if you scroll down below. This theory reflects observations about how assets behave as they grow. It captures all of the tops and bottoms from Bitcoin's inception, which the four-year cycle does not. This theory predicts the market will peak in a year or more at a fairly modest price relative to previous bull markets. Since altcoins follow Bitcoin, they will peak in a year or more too. A bear market will follow. It'll be interesting to see which model fits this market cycle. Maybe neither of them do. Maybe no data model does. Data models are great, but have you ever tried to identify reasonable outcomes, then think through what options you have for each potential outcome? I can think of a few potential outcomes for crypto over the coming weeks and months. You could probably think of more. For now, I have only four on my list. A super cycle where everything goes up forever, only occasional pullbacks. A melt-up, crypto prices shoot up to a parabolic peak, ending the bull market. A one to two year bear market ensues. Crash, a big drop, 30% at the minimum, 100% at the maximum. After that, everything recovers or dies. And fourth, a natural, organic, gradual, healthy rise in prices with some extended periods of sideways or downward movements. The market rises and falls along a generally upward trajectory with the swings gradually getting smaller as the technology matures and usage grows. Are you prepared for each of those outcomes? Can you think of other possibilities? What's your plan? Figure that out now. 
before the market decides for you. What's best for you depends on your values, goals, and personality. Only you know what those are. For me, I follow my plan. It's based on almost 13 years of history and patterns in Bitcoin's price movements. It beats dollar cost averaging in every scenario I could find. Scroll below to see the button to see my plan for Bitcoin's bull market. It's just three lines on a chart to tell you what to do. Buy only on average five months or less each year, usually non-consecutively, only in certain conditions. Sell very rarely, only in the most extreme conditions. Sit on your hands for the rest of the time. Some people think it's too simple or conservative, which is fair. It still beats dollar cost averaging in every scenario I could find. It probably beats most traders, but not the good ones. Anybody who has followed my plan will have gains of 21% to 1,000% on Bitcoin. For altcoins, you'd have somewhere between a 70% loss to a 12,000% gain, depending on what you bought and when you bought it. On top of that, my plan covers each scenario. In a super cycle, you'll never put another penny into the market. Even 0.001 Bitcoins will set you up for life. You can spend your government's money on other things and let the super cycle make you rich. You'll have an eternal source of collateral to borrow against. You will never sell. Your investment will go up forever. Fountain of financial youth. Infinite wealth. Melt up. You'll sit on your hands. Let your investments grow. Sell if the plan says to do so and wait for a crash or bear market to give you a chance to buy today's hottest tokens for literally pennies on the dollar. Bear markets are the best times to buy. Far fewer scams, cheap transaction fees, bad projects fail, great projects build, and once the bull market starts, you're in an amazing position. If we get a crash, you'll buy Bitcoin and all coins when Bitcoin's price goes into the buying zone of my plan. You'll keep buying until the market turns around or the plan says to cut your losses and exit. If we get that natural, organic, gradual, healthy rise in prices with some extended periods of sideways or downward movements, you'll buy when the time is right, never sell, and gain a durable financial asset that you can pass down to your children and grandchildren. What do you do when my plan says not to buy? Enjoy your life. You can also earn a relatively safe 8 to 12% interest on your idle cash with crypto savings platforms. You can get a link for that by scrolling down below. Some referral links that'll get you a little extra crypto on top of the crypto or money that you put onto these platforms. Uh, if you listen closely, uh, you'll have heard I just said one of my altcoin recommendations delivered a 12,000% gain. When you include rewards for early adopters, only 10,000% when you don't, but still that's 120X and even 100, 100X without those rewards. Two of my other altcoins, Luna and Link, did better. And a fourth, Aave, would have done that too if I'd have bought it in 2018 or 2019 instead of the peak of the 2017 bull market. If you remember Ethland, now it's Aave. Those are great results, but to get rid of those results, you had to buy those altcoins in the middle of a crash, a bear market, or a global financial crisis. Even then, you had to wait months or years for the rest of the world to see the good things those projects were doing. 
and never take any profits along the way. And accept that most of your altcoins will lag the overall market, as most of my altcoins do. Can you get a 10,000% return now when the market's far closer to the peak than the bottom? Yes, but I wouldn't bank on it. Look at this smattering of altcoin performances from January to May 2021, our most recent alt season. Yes, that crazy alt season when seemingly everybody got rich. This chart, as you see below, scroll down, you'll see this chart shows the relative performance of Bitcoin, Litecoin, Cardano, Chainlink, uh, Avalanche, Luna, Theta, and Tron. Your best performer, Luna, peaked at 30x in March. The rest didn't even make it to 10x before alt season ended. And for those who say I'm cherry picking, fine, I'll take it from December, from September 2020. That's when the bull market, well, that's when the most recent bull run got started. So you look at that same chart starting from September 2020, you scroll down, you'll get that too. If you'd have bought the absolute local bottom and sold the absolute local top, you still would have only gotten three altcoins that gave you 10x gains. And if you're thinking, okay, no, 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 go back to the last bull market. Something like that is what we're talking about. Not a normal alt season, but a really big face-melting cycle-ending explosion. Sure, no problem. I took the same chart and I pulled it back to September 2017 to January 2018. I had to find new altcoins because my examples, the, uh, the examples I just told you about, either didn't exist or had no USD charts for that time period. So I'd use BTC, LTC, ADA, XMR, TRX, XLM and Dash, which are all really big altcoins back then. And three of them did amazing, over 40x. The other five didn't even break a 5x. And if you say, okay, look, those are large caps. You got to look at the micro caps. Fine, I'll look at the micro caps. I can guarantee you probably 100 out of 10,000 altcoins will do a 100x return before the bull market peaks. You'll hear about them after they shoot up. The question is, can you find them before they shoot up? That's a hard task. Everybody knows about Shiba Inu. Nobody's heard about the dozens of wannabe Shiba Inus that never made any money for anybody. Most people with dollar cost averages in the market buy a little Bitcoin on fixed intervals, regardless of price. Sometimes you buy high, sometimes you buy low, but you're always stacking sets, no matter what the price is doing. That's a great approach. Nobody goes broke, dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin and everybody comes out ahead over time. Over time. I know lots of people who dollar cost averaged from December to May, 2021. They spent most of that time buying high. No worries, no stress. Are they getting massive multiples on their investment? No, not anymore. At this point, with Bitcoin's market cap already really big, and the bull market already almost three years old, dollar cost averaging is not going to give you the massive multiples you're thinking about. Ten years ago? Sure. Five years ago? Probably. Not now. One of my readers sent me this pattern of, these, of dollar cost averaging returns since Bitcoin's inception, and you can see that pattern in the chart that I provide below. Each passing year, the returns drop exponentially, even as Bitcoin's price keeps going up higher and higher. 
And what about altcoins? Do you dollar cost average into altcoins? Maybe you think you do better averaging into altcoins. The entire altcoin market has gone up 7x this year and 26x since the start of the bull market. Over the long run, some altcoins will do way, way better than that. But will the overall market keep that pace? Can you do that and avoid rug pulls, pump and dumps, selling too early, and chasing the quote-unquote next Bitcoin that fails to become the next Bitcoin? What if you dollar-cost average into a dying altcoin? Many of the top 50 altcoins fit that description. No altcoin has ever outperformed Bitcoin from one market peak to the next, only at arbitrary intervals in between. When you dollar-cost average into altcoins, you risk pouring money into projects that lose forever. What do I do? Buy only small altcoins up to a fixed USD amount. Stake them when possible and wait for them to grow or die. And you can read my portfolio strategy by scrolling down below. Tap the button for that. You'll have a chance to get easy 20x opportunities when the market crashes. 100x? Those opportunities come during bear markets. Plan accordingly. While your crypto investments probably won't return 10x or 100x before the end of this market cycle, that leaves room for your portfolio to go up 5x from now until the peak, whether that's soon or in a year. A 2x return is almost guaranteed if you can hold through the volatility. In any other market, that's insane. In crypto, it's realistic. Don't let the past two weeks fool you. We have a rising market with a lot of momentum behind it. Expect good things, just not always up 100x Lambo moonshot turn $1,000 into a million dollars by the end of this year or next. Will you get sad if you only double or triple your investment in the coming months or years? If so, where else can you get that opportunity? When the market drops 30, 40, or 50%, Will you see that as a chance to raise your allocation or a reason to sell your crypto so you can buy it back at a lower price that may never come? Whatever happiness and excitement you had when you entered the market, summon that enthusiasm when the next great buying opportunity comes. At that time, you can expect your portfolio will do better than 2x or 5x, possibly much, much better. Until alt season comes, you're not likely to get those great outcomes from altcoins promising high yields or massive rewards. Sure, some of those altcoins are legit badass protocols and platforms doing awesome things. Others seem designed solely to enrich their founders and hype their tokens. Here's a very common approach. Step one, call yourself a DAO. Step two, create a white paper that uses the words DeFi, Web 3.0, decentralization, governance, or some combination of those terms. Step three, create a token. Step four, give yourself a shitload of those tokens. Step five, sell those tokens for a big, widely used, well-established, highly liquid altcoin that you can easily cash out. For example, Ethereum or Binance coin. Step six, give buyers insane yields to stake the token, except pay those yields in your own token. Step seven, give influencers free tokens to promote your project. Step eight, release new tokens constantly for people to buy and stake. Sounds pretty good, right? You get awesome yields, free money, 
and the founders get compensated for their efforts. Win-win. These are not rug pulls. It's a standard model for many tokens, even the ones that have good intent or noble ambitions. But think of it this way. If you pay me for a pile of shit, and I promise to give you 1,000% more shit each year, you just end up with a whole lot of shit, and I end up with your money. If you're in the fertilizer business, you're happy. Actually, you're ecstatic. You get a lifetime of supplies for one upfront payment. Great for your business. As an investor, you'll see the value of your, of your tokens dilute forever. If you think 6% inflation of your government's money is bad, why would you accept 1,000% higher inflation from that hot new altcoin everybody's pumping? That's not to pick on DAOs or the many DeFi projects that take a similar approach. Some projects have good developers, mechanisms for capturing value, noble founders, and features that offer the potential for long-term growth in the real world. Also, far lower yields and stricter token emission policies. In any event, all altcoins have problems, even the biggest ones. Ethereum can't scale and costs too much for small users. ETH 2.0 gets delayed all the time. Nobody knows if it'll work the way they expect. New tokenomics screw up some DeFi protocols and behind the scenes conflicts breed a lot of drama. Binance is a walking FUD magnet. People say Cardano will never work and Charles Hoskinson is a megalomaniac who does terrible things to people. EOS's leader bailed on the project after raising $4 billion illegally. Doge has an unlimited supply. SushiSwap started as a rug pull. Some people think Uniswap is a corporate power play. ICP investors pumped and dumped their tokens on innocent newcomers at the peak of the last alt season. ThorChain has suffered at least three hacks, but at least it works, unlike most projects. Expect slip-ups, mishaps, FUD, leaks, rumors, backstabbing, and incompetence. People will undermine each other. Protocols will fail. Smart contracts will break. Good ideas won't work out. This is a messy place. The problem is, if you wait until it's clean, well-managed, professional, and everybody's figured everything out, you'll miss the investment opportunity. Altcoins are early stage experimental technology with uncertain product market fits and novel, and novel tokenomics. You have to grade on a curve and accept that your favorite altcoin may pump, dump, or die at any moment. You should assume it will screw something up. I've talked to many founders and team members. The good ones realize the odds are stacked against them and they have a lot of work ahead of them. Hopefully, you realize that too. Speaking of curves, we're sliding up the final slope of a three-year parabolic bull market, as shown in the image of Bitcoin's price below. We don't have a lot of room left for higher lows on the way up. In the coming weeks and months, something has to give. Whether the price goes up or down, either of one of two outcomes must occur. We either break the parabola or we hit the market cycle peak. Terror or ecstasy? As I've covered for premium subscribers, 
since the summer. On-chain measures of human behavior match more closely to what we see at the beginning, not end, of bull markets with a catch. Those behaviors set the floor, not the ceiling for prices. They play out over long periods of time and tell you nothing about what the price will do. As any investor will tell you, assets don't determine their prices, people do. Traders look at prices. We look at people. Prices change quickly. People do not. As a result, this data reveals the aggregate mindset of buyers, sellers, and holders. It only tells you about opportunities, not prices. Okay, Mark, that's great. Thanks for telling me that. What's the point? What should I do? You have to consider your goals, investment time frame, living conditions, financial status, tax situation, and risk tolerance. I can give you my perspective and share my plan with you. While my analysis is often 50-50, my decisions never are. Buy when the time's right, hodl on the way up, never take profits, and sell only when you see specific signals, hopefully never. Premium subscribers, I'll tell you when that is. Does that sound like fun? Maybe, maybe not. Would you rather chase after the market as it seems to run away from you? At some point, I'll get back to writing about all the things that excited and intrigued me in 2018, and still do today. With cryptocurrency, entrepreneurs and developers are rewiring a thousand years of financial and trade networks, disentangling commerce from monetary policy, and offering new platforms for organizing people, protecting property, and distributing goods and services on a global scale. That also gives people like you and me a chance to grow our wealth in ways we never could have imagined just a few years ago. We can own a stake in the financial networks of the future at a massive discount to their ultimate worth. Ask yourself what you're trying to get out of this market. Are you trying to make money? Or are you trying to build wealth? Which type of person are you? Whatever you answer, you have a friend here. We're all in this together. Relax and enjoy the ride.